And then suddenly I just pulled the coconuts out of there and boom, I didn't have to go to the doctors anymore. And that was the best trip to Disneyland we ever took. Oh, we're recording. Okay, not my best work, but you know what? Off the top of the head, not a bad one. I, I think people like there's going to be some point where they're they're going to like again like our uh, the the show gone for the head cut they're going to demand full length stories for each of these these little segments you know that's the ultimate writer's challenge right there <laughs> like Zack Snyder I'll go back and I'll go through all the comments and the mentions I'm like oh they liked that story oh they didn't like that story okay we're gonna cut that and work around that I I, I personally would like the challenge if people could try and, and write something that could lead to the end being those sentences you say you know what could oh. possibly happen it'd be just fantastic that would be so cool so I just give them the punchline and they gotta write the rest of the joke for us <laughs> do our work we, we're tired of entertaining you <laughs> uh, twice in the last two weeks i've had like two different people like send me that opening joke story like the like i can't remember what last week's one was but i like got texted that immediately like what was that i'm like nothing keep listening nothing it's fine <laughs> anyway it's been a week it's been time which is a relative concept but in that time it has been seven days we are back for another episode of Should Have Gone for the Head. I'm Jack, and as always, I am with my good friend. Rhiannon. Uh, that's me. You, you didn't see it there, but I like pointed to like your icon on Zoom. Yeah. I realized this is a, <laughs> this is a strictly audio-based medium, but I gave you like finger guns and like pointed. I laugh because we can't we'd like we we usually don't this we usually do this without video, so we can't even see each other. So oh, not at all. Which is sad in many you see, I'd get distracted because I'd be like, I'm very vain. I'd be looking at myself the whole time in the um in the screen. But also, yeah. you would finally get to see all the little motions I do every time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Mark Hamill in the booth. I'm just like, I'm doing little hand gestures and like I'm moving around as I like talk. It's just doing the full vain. full on Macarena there, my friend. You know. Oh, during last week's episode, I was just doing the little Zemo dance for the whole episode. <laughs> bit of a click, bit of a. Oh, fucking, I literally watched that one hour cut for 22 minutes. I had it on loop while we were having drinks and like eating or whatever. It was so good. Uh, uh, I want to, I like, I hope that becomes like the new and the new thing of like, you just get a bunch of friends, you guys all get like super high or something and you sit down and watch the Zemo cut for an hour and you get some real deep insightful thing from it by by doing it this method you know um. yeah. oh man I am um, this is this is an irrelevant thing but you mentioned getting high I smoked weed for the first time yesterday in about 12 months I want to say maybe a year and a half yeah I it was the weirdest experience I'm like I, I haven't been high in so long but I was just like I walked past the skate park on the walk home and I was just like, ah, I finally get skateboarding. <laughs> it, just, it, it took getting really high, but I was like, I finally get it. I understand okay. the premise of skateboarding. Speaking of things that were probably better when you're high, um, Kong versus Godzilla. It's just really stretching. The, oh, I love it. Uh, yes. Oh. I think oh. the listeners should enjoy my um, struggle for transitions here. Like genuinely, <laughs> it's I am clawing and tearing at the door of the next topic. So I'm just like trying to get in there the whole time. Yeah. In this case, 
I want to talk about the fact that Kong Godzilla has become the highest grossing film of the pandemic. Really? Oh, wow. Uh, like, I would say I'm surprised, but I'm trying to think of any film that did come out during the pandemic that I, like, wanted to see. And I can't really think of anything. Should the, like... The only... I, I can run through the, the kind of big box clusters I'm thinking of. Yeah. I know uh ryan the last dragon but that, that's bomb that's bombing pretty hard as far as i yeah. know probably because it's premier access but you know uh um let me think speaking of premier access um bulan bulan the, uh, live action, i suppose bulan did come out yeah bulan but came out um, scoob i think the the scooby-doo remake with like cgi animation uh, again yeah. As I as I said, we we haven't really had any like as I said the any Marvel movies or like Star Wars movies like the usual yeah. big big like hard hitter stuff. So like in terms the, of box the office. only one that's made like big money in the last year or so was Trolls World Tour, which I get if you're a parent you'd probably rent it and throw it on Why for the, the kids fuck did that make about twenty money? times. You, what Why? happened was it made major money. It made like three hundred. It made like 300 times its budget because they didn't have to pay for advertising, really. They didn't have to pay for like cinemas or anything. They didn't have to pay for oh, any of that. Okay. Like the other the other movies I listed there, some of them got the theatrical releases, so theaters got to take a cut. But Trolls World Tour, like the theaters got no cut of that. So it all went, I think it's Warner Brothers or DreamWorks or someone. Uh, I think it's DreamWorks. Yeah, but um, basically Kong versus Godzilla is the first of these films that's both in cinemas and on streaming at the same time. It okay. is making bank. It is crushing people want, it. People just want to watch a big chunk lizard fight a big monk boy. So it's it's beautiful. It's honestly, it is pure cinema. It is. <laughs> Guys, you need to come up with a convoluted reason for these creatures to fight. Gotcha. <laughs> honestly, there's like. There's almost too much setup and trying to get them to fight. It's like, oh, we gotta get an energy <laughs> source. We gotta transfer Kong and Godzilla's an apex predator. He's like, oh, he's gonna come for a mob, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't care. Just let him fight. I'll take a 40-minute version of this where it's just them punching on for a bit. That's all I want. That's all anyone is here for. The fact that you got Brian Tyree Gibson or like um fuck, who's the little girl who plays Eleven again? Oh, Millie Bobby Brown. Or Millie Bobby Brown. The fact you got them is really great, and I love them, and they're fantastic actors. That said, I'm just here to see Big Monkey fight Big Lizard Boy. <laughs> what many really people are saying about... I still feel Godzilla should have just blasted him with that nuke breath, like, and everything's oh. done. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's Kong's smarter, though. Kong's got, like, that big ape brain. He's a big, strong, muscular ape brain. Like, Godzilla's not to fat shame. I don't want to fat shame. We're going to get cancelled for fat shaming. But uh, Godzilla's kind of big and slow. Like, he's just, like, a big, like... Yeah. He's not like, fast, and he doesn't have very long arms. I he's a very... Guess, he's, he's... He's nuclear breath. Like, I don't know what else you need. <laughs> they kind of made him kind of unbeatable from the beginning. <sighs> My like, I'm not thing... surprised he's the king of monsters. The you thing blasts nu- nuclear blasts out of its mouth. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. That atomic automaton, that humongous laser blasting lizard is strong. Yeah. But you know what's yeah. stronger? 
whatever they're building those fucking ships out of. Because, like, you see Kong jump from ship to ship, and I'm like, how is it supporting his weight and Godzilla's weight? <laughs> no ship alive should be buoyant enough. The vision isn't a strong enough ship to, like, fucking... <laughs> it's genuinely... It's so weird, because they're like... And you've seen it in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. But the first time they fight, like, both Godzilla and King Kong are standing on a fucking, like, basically in like a big ship like like a like a fucking yeah. plane carrier or whatever they're both standing on that i'm like that i can't even stand on a surfboard properly without it sinking and you're telling yeah, me these yeah. humongous beasts are gonna stand on that thing no problem oh my god that said it's the greatest movie ever made it is it cured my depression i actually think you don't need the covid vaccine i think you just need to see a big lizard <laughs> fight a big gorilla and that'll fix you movie. Oh, I, oh, fuck, I it's it. so good. But yeah, my favorite thing is like people could have pirated this so easily just because like it was on a streaming service, and when stuff goes up on streaming, it's almost immediately put up on like torrent t- sites and all that. Yeah. But the fact that this movie is making money means people were like, "Yeah, no, we'll support it. We'll, we're willing to put the money in and see it in the theater yeah. or see it at home, which is great. I like that." That's no, yeah, that's 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 really good. You know, as as I say, when if you have the money to do so, please put it towards like official uh, productions and stuff. You know, S- support the artists, help them make what they love. Um, exactly. And moving on from things we love artists making to things we don't love them making. Have you okay. hear, have you heard about the Last of Us remake? Uh I heard about it. Uh Do you want to do you I, run through what you've heard so far and I'll I'll bring I'll bring up the notes here. Um I I just as far as I know I only picked up a, on a few things cuz I personally I have not played The Last of Us uh cuz I I do not have a PlayStation. Um so uh, I, I generally don't pay attention to much news about it. I know Pedro Pascal has been, was brought on to the, the play... Man, the Mandalorian zone. Yeah, uh, the, man, the Mandalorian has been on, brought on to play uh, the main guy in it. Is it Joel? Uh, yeah, bang on. His name's yeah. Joel. And Joel. staring alongside of him is going to be... Um, oh, I, I always forget this actress's name. It's the little girl from Logan. She's also in like the oh, Golden Compass and all yes. that. Yes, yes. He's going to be playing uh, Ellie in this. Ooh, I like that. But I also yeah. think, what if we just got Elliot Page and we just, you know, we do a Captain America on it where we just edit Elliot Page's head onto a smaller child's body. Because I, I swear to God, when I initially saw Last of Us, I thought it was Elliot Page playing. You think, that you think that's fucked, right? Yeah. Um, the exact same day that um they that Elliot Page, formerly Ellen Page, revealed the fact that they were um they were gay. They or wait, are they bi or are they gay? I can never remember. Uh, I just gay. Just go general gay. term gay. We'll just say gay, right? The LGBT yeah. army is going to be after us for this. But the day they released the fact that they were gay was also the exact same day the Last of Us DLC came out. Revealing that the character of Ellie was also gay. <laughs> Which I'm like, fucking coincidence on that. Like, oh, I love yeah. it. So basically, we're getting a um, 
I think it's either next year or the year after. I think it's next year. We're getting a HBO series from it. And yeah, at exact around the same time, apparently, and this is the leak, they're remaking The Last of Us. Like Sony is looking to remaking it for next gen consoles. Like, like a complete they remake. just Oh, like a complete remake, like from ground yeah, not, up not, kind of thing. Yeah, it's not like a graphical Ooh. update. It's a full remake. Oh, that could be that could be interesting. See, here, here's the thing. It is an eight-year-old game. The last one yeah. came out in 2013. It is 2021 now. So it'll be 10 years by the time this comes out, more or less. It'll be nine, maybe 10 years. That said, I played the PS4 version of it last, I want to say April. No, maybe May. Mm-hmm. Before, the, before the second one came out, I, I gave it a replay. Yeah. It holds up. It holds up better than any game should hold up. Like, there's nothing wrong with that game. Oh yeah, there, there's. I say there's a lot of old games that still hold hold up for today, you know. But it's nice when they get they get the remasters and everything. Yeah, I love how you're saying it's like it's like eight, like kind of had ten years old kind of thing. And I just sat there going, "Well, can someone tell Bethesda that Skyrim's been <laughs> it's over ten years old, and can they stop porting it to every console and milking the shit out of it?" <laughs> They're busy working on mobile games, obviously. <laughs> I just want uh, Elder Scrolls 6, guys. <laughs> so basically the theory is that they're going to drop the new the new slash remake version of The Last of Us around the same time the show comes out because the hype will yeah. be up for it then. Yeah. They're also saying they're going to try and recreate like the um the two main characters in the game to look more like Pedro Pascal and the, the girl from Logan. Okay. So that's that's the rumor at the moment that they're gonna act. They might even tap them for the voices. I don't I don't know if that's gonna be the case, but they might yeah. just keep the original performances because fucking Troy Baker kills it. I have a like, of course, uh, probably I think a lot of people would prefer the original performances, but I think it would be neat if they they had the budget and time to give you the option of like Ooh, say it's a game setting choose- kind of thing. Yeah, I like because I'm assuming like I understand it'll probably be like a different model rather than like a different texture and stuff. So maybe it requires a bit more of like tweaking and stuff. But if it could give you the option to choose between, oh, do you want to put go with the original like um, the original two, or we can go with these the, the brand new kind of two that we see in the show, that would be an yeah. interesting thing. I don't know if they'll do that, but yeah, no, it's I. What gets me is Troy Baker crushes and they both crush it every performance in that game is it's the first video game that actually made me cry like genuinely it is the and obviously i know i know i talk shit every week i'm like this made me tear up a little bit this made me sad wandavision made me cry blah blah but this is the first video game to just crack my hard shell and just make me like openly weep and they did it three different times and one of which is in the first 15 minutes that's how good of a game it is like clearly never played pokemon mystery dungeon like my god (laughs) i never finished pokemon mystery dungeon i got in there i just did not finish it see you did not finish it uh that you know what happened that is a tear-jerking game right there (laughs) you know what happened Uh, so i got bulbasaur right i cheated i cheated and read that fucking quiz at the start until i got bulbasaur because you do a little quiz to find out which pokemon you are and i kept going until i got bulbasaur yeah. And then he got to level like 18 where he's supposed to evolve. And then he didn't. And I said, oh. fuck this, I am out. The minute like the Pokemon's not evolving, I'm like, nah, no, no, no. Uh, I want yeah. Venusaur. 
So sorry to ruin your emotional moment there with Pokemon Mr. Dodger, which is a great game and everyone should play. Um... <laughs> Are we ever getting another one of those? Or did we get one recently? I know we're getting we Pokemon Snap got, at like the end of the month. Got I think. A re- basically a remake of the first one recently uh, brought over to the Switch with like pretty graphics and some updated gameplay stuff. Okay, so that's kind of nice. Re- the one that came out on the Game Boy, I believe. Well, the one came out on the Game Boy and one came out on the DS when actually it got released. So, yeah. Um, no, I remember having the DS version of it. I was like, I remember I used to... <sighs> Nobody tell nobody tell the guards. Nobody nobody rat me out on this. I'm only oh, telling boy. you the listeners. I used to have a DS ROM thing, so I could have like, you know, you just like pirate oh, like, yes. like yeah, 30, yeah, 40 yeah. games or whatever. What and one yeah. of those was Mystery Dungeon. But like there was like there was a bunch of them on the original DS, and then I think they had a couple on the 3DS because they're mm. I think I fell the, off like, on the 3DS. Yeah, because there was like the blue and red rescue team which was like the game boy and ds one and then there was like three on ds which was like explorers of sky darkness yeah. and time so now like i'm a, I'm an illustrator and an artist and like storytelling a bunch of other things but like drawing the like pokemon was one of the first major things that got me into actually drawing like i still have oh, yeah. i still have sketches somewhere and they're probably hidden in the room somewhere from when i was like 10 years old trying to draw charizard with my cousin like Aww. those are some of my favorite memories. I fucking used to so be into Pokemon. Anyway, this isn't a Pokemon podcast, Rhiannon. My po- goodness gracious! The, list- the listeners. Oh my god, that's our sequel podcast. Should have gone for the um. Should have gone for the Pikachu. There we go. That's gonna be the sequel podcast. We're gonna spin off. Anyway, um, fucking. I don't know enough about Pokemon to do a full podcast on it. I'm bullshitting. Like uh, I. I- I cut I, off at I like can... fifth or sixth gen. If you if we do one to gens one to five, I can talk. After that, I'm just like, uh, which ones? Which ones? The crab one again? Don't worry, I I I, I will make up for for the lack of yeah. knowledge. I've got I've got enough Pokemon knowledge for two people. Oh, anyway, <laughs> um, so moving on from adorable furry creatures that like we make fight to adorable terrifying furry creatures that we don't want to fight. Oh, that was a stretch even for me. Like, call me Mr. Fantastic, because that was a hell of a stretch. Rumors are coming out this week from the hashtag show that basically Disney Plus are in the early days of developing a Logan series based around the X-Men character Wolverine, which they got the rights back to two years ago. Okay. Uh, Like like a live action series? Yeah, just like like Falcon and the Winter Soldier or like WandaVision. It would be, um, basically the rumor says it would be an anthology series. And every season yeah. would be set in a different decade. Well, obviously, the same actor reprising the role as Wolverine. Hugh Jackman, obviously. Uh. <laughs> no, get Evan Peters, obviously. Oh, God. Um, that that no. was what I was about to ask you. Is it too early to do Wolverine after Hugh Jackman? Is it too early? Uh, it That's a tough one to say, because, like... If it's like we've already gotten like the quote-unquote too early stuff when they went and like did young x-men and stuff with like james mcavoy and michael fassbender and stuff um it's it's a tough one to call i think like i'm surprised there's talks of wolverine going around places i thought it would be a long time before we get x-men to be um, fair the last the last wolverine movie which is logan or his last appearance anyway yeah it was 2017 so it's been yeah. 
four years, four which years. seems wild. It's been four years, and if they say, say there's another year to two years of development on this, we'll say a year and a half yeah. even, it would be about five and a half years between performances. Do you think that's long enough? I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Um, it's definitely going to be hard to find, find an actor that will fill in those, those shoes, basically, um, to play Wolverine, because it is yeah. just, it is very much huge. It's so iconic. Movies. It's just, it, yeah, it's such an iconic yeah. character. When did the uh, first so X Men film come out? Because he was he was Logan in that movie. Two thousand. Is it? I'm just gonna one second. I'm double check. Yeah, you're it's right. Two, Bang on. Yeah. Two thousand. I, I should not have challenged you. It was the year two thousand. So uh, oh, a hundred an hour and forty five minutes. Fuck! If only like modern movies could be an hour and forty five minutes. Like, <laughs> oh, save us a bit of time. Like, the only it's, long movie I, I want is a Snyder cut. I remember it being 2000 because when you watch it, it like obviously it was filmed in the in the 90s when they were filming it, so it feels like a 90s movie. But yeah, it's just it's just because I'm like this is such a 90s movie. It's like oh, it came out in 2000. Um, but... Now one sec, I'm I'm running the numbers here, right? I'm doing I'm yeah. doing the math. I'm carrying. Uh, some sec, I gotta I gotta enter my mind shack. It's like the mind palace from Sherlock, but it's just a shed I keep that's full of random thoughts and tools. Apparently, Hugh Jackman played Wolverine for 17 years, if I'm doing the maths correct. Years. Yeah, no, he did. 2000 to 2017. So, yeah. like, that is... Is that the longest stretch on a character? Like, Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man from 2008 to 2018, so that's only 10 years. For a comic book character? I... I don't know. I can't, I, I can't think of anyone who went longer. Probably, there's probably some really obscure superhero thing from like the 60s or something, you know, that's gone on. But <laughs> I mean, one sec. I'm trying to think. In in you know, ma- in in moderate, like in recent memory, I want to say he's probably one been one of the longest. I suppose you can make the argument that Patrick Stewart has also been doing that by playing Professor X. True. That's they. They start at the same time. They finish at the same time. So that is. Yeah. The only person who might beat it is um Sam Jackson as Nick Fury because he's still going. Like he's still in the universe. So like. Yeah. He's gonna be in I Secret guess... Invasion next year. So 2008 till now. That's 13 years. Am I right? Yeah, but I mean. He 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 could definitely do another five years as Nick Fury. Can you make the argument for Sam Jackson because it simply shows up at a cameo at the end of Iron Man? Oh, that is a see. Here's the thing: Logan's a main character. Well, like Nick Fury, as much as I love him, is more like cameos and like secondary character. Well, like Logan was the main character of a bunch of films. But yeah, no, I like the idea of an anthology. That's kind of sick, like American Horror Story Mm -hmm. style, where like you switch the cast and the setting every decade or so. But it's like do it's just the, the it's the same actor. Just do that. Do that. Is it like the first like couple of scenes of X Men Origins where it's just Logan going through all the different wars and stuff? I I'd, I'd sit down and watch that. Imagine if each one of those was a different season. Like you got exactly. Vietnam Logan. You got fucking First World War Logan. <gasps> yeah. You wanted exactly. to bring back Chris Evans for an episode or two. Have Captain America and Logan meet. Back in World oh, War Two, fuck yeah, that'd be rad. He liberates Logan from like a fucking like a camp or whatever. It's like Excuse everyone me, else Logan died. Logan captured. Oh, 
the Nazis got him. They got him. Hydra the got him. Nazis got Logan. The Nazis got Logan. <gasps> oh shit! Right. You could have like him talking to Captain America, and he's like, he's they're talking about the weapons program or whatever, and then it cuts like maybe like t- three or four seasons later when he's Weapon X, and you bring up the fact that it's the same scientists, but they're like. 50 years older but logan hasn't aged because he's the 10th yeah. attempt at a captain america when they're like giving him the adamantium and all that that'd, that'd be sick that'd be at what point like in the the captain america process that they just decide to go fucking wild and go you know what metal bones yeah but they're, they're trying everything they're just like all right hear me out. metal bones didn't work what if we just pump him full of radiation and turn him into a big green man boom you have a hulk or like at what point did they just start really going off the fucking rails <laughs> okay okay what if what if we pump them full of wolverine blood and captain america serum and i don't know we fucking we give them a teleporter thing or whatever and they made deadpool like it's <laughs> one of them is just like like a woman with really long claw hands like claw like lady what's her face you know the one with the lady big Death claw strike. finger Lady Destro, she's like Weapon 8 or whatever. That, yeah, they had yeah. that idea before they got to Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, picture the boys in the lab just like, <sighs> hear me out, guys, 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 guys. What if, what if we do, we do a lady, we do, we, we do a woman, and we give her like super long fingers, but they're like, they're like sharp fingers. What uh, I find uh, uh, really funny with, uh, uh, X uh, X two because uh you know Lady Deathstrike shows up in it yeah like it's it's of course like it's it's shown that she goes through the same augmentation that Logan does but she gets like metal claws out of it but th- this this implies that her nails are made of bone <laughs> oh that's weird because your nails Cause are made of what carotene and like a couple of other like it's, things it's made basically the same stuff as your hair so like yeah. you know if if it was affecting those proteins in your body her hair would be metal too <laughs> but you know it's a so... fucked concept to think about maybe i still have some of the weed in my system from yesterday and that's why it's like blowing my mind right now but like hair is dead like it's yeah upon coming out of your skull it is dead it is dead once it leaves your skin and it's just we keep a dead thing just like on our head and we style it and we brush it and we like and if you're me you put too much time into it that that's blowing my mind just to think about oh my god i'm having an existential crisis thinking about hair (laughs) maybe all that we didn't get out of my system genuinely oh fuck anyway Anyway. um moving on just just lastly before we get off Wolverine, because like fucking I love we love me a bit of Wolverine. We, we if do they love can't get Wolverine. Hugh Jackman, if we can't get Hugh Jackman, who would you cast for it? Do, oh. do you have anyone in mind? You know, I would just like if we didn't already already have him in the, the universe, uh because just for the fucking meme, like fucking Ryan Reynolds, if he wasn't Deadpool, it would just be so fucking funny. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, that's the thing. Uh, you could have this new Wolverine be in Deadpool three, which is going to be set in the the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Daddy Devito. <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> oh, one sec. I just googled. This is so weird, but I googled dark haired actors to see if I can find anyone. 
And one of them is Mark Ruffalo. So I'm like, well, we can't use him. He's already Bruce Banner. But um, who can? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Oh. Like, you know, who can do this character and like embody the 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 rage of it? And like, they don't really necessarily have to have the same kind of height and build as. No. Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman because like Wolverine is actually kind of short in the comics. Yeah, honestly, um, if you got someone like Tom Holland size, you'd be doing well. Yeah. Um. And so, like, like a Catholic priest, I think you need to get him young. So, like, yeah, genuinely. Um, I'm trying to think of an actor. Oh, Ooh, you know who'd be good? You know who? You're just you're just connecting with the joke I made. Um, fucking, oh, what's his name? Damn it! From High School Musical. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Zach uh, Efron. Zach Efron. No. The guy's got a build like a superhero. He looks good with a beard. He's not in like I any superhero totally movies. Someone else, but I don't know if he can play if he he is Wolverine. You know. It'd be kind of nice to see him go against type and like he'll age with the character. So like, the guy looks great for. I'm trying to think who else would work. Um. Uh, I had a weird thought pop into my head, and I'm unsure how I feel, how it is. But I've, I've, I momentarily my head my head my head thought of uh, Jason Momoa. Yes, um, that's what you. I have Jason Momoa in front of me here. Yeah. The thing is, if you're doing Wolverine, like you want someone you can do for the ne- you can have for the next twenty years or so. Like you could have him for at least another fifteen years of Marvel movies. I suppose. Because Wolverine's a character who's not supposed to age, so you got to get like a, a young actor. But Momoa, Keanu Reeves, or Paul Rudd. I know we already have Paul Rudd. Actually, but... Keanu Reeves would be perfect because he already has the beard. You just shave it a little bit, like in the middle. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm on board. Keanu Reeves. I, I make the joke that Keanu Reeves doesn't age, but I think I've ever I saw him in the the trailer for the new uh, Bill and Ted movie. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves is starting to look old. <laughs> no, no, no. You see, Keanu Reeves hit a certain age and stopped. He has aged, just he's hit that certain age and he stopped. Now he's like, whatever the Hollywood thing of like, I don't know, drinking young blood or whatever they do to like stay young. I guess they're just vampires. Oh, maybe. What about Robert Pattinson? Speaking of vampires, I know he's the new uh... Batman, but if that doesn't work out, he'd make a pretty great Logan. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. He's got like he's got the dead in the eyes look that you need for Logan. I, like a man I, who's like, seen I like every war. I I like Robert Pattinson because uh, he's actually a good actor when he's not in the Twilight movies. But uh, it's I I don't know. It's 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 a real it's a real toughie. Uh, really Jake Gyllenhaal would have been great if it wasn't for the fact <gasps> he's already Mysterio. Tom Hardy. Ooh, to he's Venom already. He's been I mean, already, like, yeah. Maybe that's continuity. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Maybe it's not. Um, I don't know what's happening there. No, it's Spider Verse is going to bring it all together. It's, it's going to be continuity. Venom two. Let there be carnage. It's going to be the greatest movie of all time. I'm calling it now. We'll be doing it. We'll be doing a five hour episode of the podcast, just breaking down every single scene of that movie. Okay. Uh, one one last one for the road. Uh, I'm so happy you didn't say I... no to that. <laughs> You're, you're on the line for it now. The fans are going to expect us to break down Let There Be Carnage, the Venom sequel, when if it ever comes out. It was already supposed to come out like last October. I mean, I assume that was what we were going to do, man. Um... 
five out scene by scene we analyze we, every acting choice we do call, like we do say venom uh was the best rom-com of 2018 so oh yeah honestly um, such a mm, chef's mm, kiss absolute cinematic just, master as i said if you sit down if for like if you have not seen this movie Sit yeah. down and watch it with the mindset of it's supposed to be a rom com and not this like gritty like super anti like anti hero yeah. movie and I you'll think... have the fucking time of your life. Um... I think the way to watch it is the way we did it and the way I plan to watch Space Jam and it's about three drinks in. You need to be about <laughs> yeah, two to three yeah. drinks in before you watch the movie and then it's the best movie ever. Yeah, like... get slightly intoxicated and watch it as if it's a rom com and it's it's the best movie ever. <laughs> okay, um, speaking of Venom, did you hear about the Netflix Spider-Man thing? Netflix Spider-Man thing? So basically, if anyone's got Disney+, Plus, which I'm assuming you do, because like you're listening to this show or whatever, but yeah. if you look on Disney+, Plus, there's no Spider-Man movies. That's weird. Oh, yes, there is no Spider-Man movies. It's because he's owned by, um, he's still owned by Sony. It's just the fact that Marvel gets the rights to use him in the movies. Like, they have a yeah. shared deal where, like, I think Marvel keeps the merchandise, or the Sony keeps the merchandise, and Marvel gets, the, like, the revenue. It's something weird like that, anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, a, weird, there's a weird split or yeah. something there. But that doesn't apply to streaming, so they don't have the rights to, like, Far From Home, the original McGuire oh. movies, the Amazing movies, uh, Homecoming. They, have, they don't have the rights to any of those. Pain so, ass. basically, it was announced the other day that Netflix has bought the rights to release the Spider-Man movies. So they're going to have Spider-Verse, the original Tobey Maguire movies, the two amazing um, Spider-Man movies, and all the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. they had movies. all the Spider-Man movies anyway. They Well, now they have the complete release rights to it, which is uh, insane. It's, it's just I'm weird that they're not going to be on Disney+. I'm Plus. surprised Disney hasn't swooped in and just thrown a shit ton of money at someone, you know? Um it might happen oh. eventually. Like they might super and throw a shit ton of money at someone, but uh Honestly, I feel like Sony are like one like bad console generation away from just being bought by Disney. Like genuinely it's the, here's the thing, Sony is much bigger company with a lot of stuff that Disney's not interested in taking over. Like That is fair. Like Disney doesn't give a shit about like selling TVs or like Yeah, anything it, like it that. wants it wants your it wants your entertainment. Um, so it, yeah. I could see it maybe attempting to buy Sony movies. Yeah, possibly? probably. I wouldn't be but, surprised uh, if they've already made an offer for the Spider-Man rights. Because, like, Spider-Man makes bank. Like, it's oh, yeah. probably the biggest IP that Sony has. Like, genuine. Yeah, I, 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 like, I'd say they probably have made a bunch of offers, but Sony's just like, no, it makes no. money. Um, and then Disney's like, yeah, it's only making money because we're okay, you know what? <laughs> yeah, but like, of all the Avengers, I even I think Spider Man sells just the most merch. Like, oh yeah, behind maybe Batman, I think Spider Man's probably the most like, popular hero in the world. Before like, the MCU, he was like probably the most iconic Marvel superhero. Oh, genuinely, like, yeah, I still think if you went on recognition alone. It probably goes Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, as in like the yeah. most rec- like I can say Peter Parker. My mother knows who that is without having yeah. read a thing, watched any movies. She just knows who Spider-Man is like every yeah, yeah. it's he's a cultural icon at this point. So it's um, it's it's weird to me that like Netflix got the rights for that. They're just like, yeah, we're we're, we're running out of things. Um, we're going to buy this. <laughs> we're going to take this one. 
anyway. But actually, moving on from Spider Man, and this is the um the second last the sec the last rumor of the week, and this is the one that I'm actually the most interested in. I know I texted you about this earlier in the week, but basically yeah. reports are coming in now that um supposedly Sam Raimi was tied in for three movies as part of his director contract when he signed up for Doctor Strange. So people are think that they're making a Spider-Man 4. That's the rumor going at the moment with Tobey Maguire as a finale to those movies. It's, it, this is a tough one for me because like, I, I think it might be a case of it's just a rumor. People hear Sam Raimi's making these three movies with, with Marvel and everyone's just like, oh, we're going to get our fourth Tobey Maguire movie. But like... Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not passing up the fact that he could show up in the next in the next Spider-Man movie and stuff. Um, that feels all like everything but confirmed. That feels like so yeah. close to being confirmed, but just not. Like it's yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if they'll go ahead and like make a sequel yeah. to a movie that's to to a trilogy of movies that's nearly like 15 years old at this point. Like, <laughs> it's, you see, here's the thing. It's there's a lot of evidence that kind of points towards it and it's little things and it's mm. so first it's the three movie thing the fact that they locked him in for three movies yeah. i don't think we're getting three more doctor strange movies i don't want to be mean we might get one more after the multiverse of madness i don't know i don't think he's locked in to do three doctor strange movies i think he's definitely locked in to do three marvel movies but exactly. i think they, depending on how the doctor strange one goes there they can ship like just jump around like we want we want the like Sam Raimi's good at doing this this genre yeah. movie we're gonna jump in for this you know but like uh, if I were Kevin like Feige if I were Kevin Feige that. <laughs> that's probably how I'd pitch it to him I'd be like hey look come here Sam if you do us a solid and like hop in here finish our Doctor Strange 2 do us a solid do us that third Doctor Strange movie we'll let you do Spider-Man one more time I feel like they'd like that could have been in the offer. That could have been like the pitch meeting. If I was if I was pitching it to him, like, hey, you did two of these for us, we'll scratch your back and we'll make you another Spider-Man movie. We'll let you we'll give the you the thing. money, no interference this time. Does Sam Raimi want to do another Spider-Man movie? He loves Spider-Man. He genuinely like from every okay. interview, even though he hated Spider-Man 3, he hated doing Spider-Man 3 because of yeah, studio yeah. interference. He loves Spider Man. It's clear he still loves the character. Oh yeah, no, I just doing, I I I like I knew he liked do, doing the the two films uh, originally. I just I like I wasn't sure if he's just like was that much of a fan would he go back and do it. So I, I don't know. He's, he's, the reason I got into his movies wasn't because Ash vs Evil Dead or anything like that. It was yeah. because of the Spider Man, and then I went back and saw his catalog. So it's like yeah, it got him so much notoriety, and then like. Doctor Strange 2 is the multiverse of madness. It is like it's Doctor Strange and Wanda or whoever traveling through the multiverse to alternate Earths. Yeah. So like I would if I was a betting man and I'm not, but if I were, I would put my money on Tobey Maguire <laughs> Spider-Man rocking up in that movie for at least a cameo. Like Doctor Strange yeah. goes to a New York where there's no Avengers, no other heroes except Spider-Man. And he's like it blows his mind that magic exists or whatever. Just for like even five, ten minutes, you get the fucking the original Danny Elfman theme and like all the fans blow a collective load. Like that's mm -mm -mm. if I were a betting man, I'd assume there's that's in Doctor Strange too. Okay. 
It just, just, that's just a wild guess of mine, if I had to. Yeah, but yeah. Like, no, I judging, totally get it. Judging off that, or if the next Spider-Man movie is Spider-Verse, which we're pretty sure it is. I know we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. If the next Spider-Man movie is Spider-Verse, and then you do Multiverse of Madness, where Spider-Man could turn up again, then that would lead me to believe if both of those go well, then they'd definitely do Spider-Man 4. I think if they like... If, both, if fans react like, oh my god, that's so cool. The same way they reacted to Evan Peters like returning in WandaVision. Yeah. If the fans have that same reaction, I think we'd get a Spider-Man 4. But like, yeah, I don't know. I'd love to see it. I'd be so up for it. Mm-hmm. I, I would... Those movies are fantastic. I'd love to see that. Do you have anything to add to Spider-Man 4 or should we just hop on to the next topic? Uh... No, I don't think I have anything to, to, to add. I think we should uh, jump on to the, the great big... Uh, uh, the, the, the big thick boy of the episode? The, big, the, yeah, main, the, the thing thick, we come for? The, the round juicy boy of the episode. Before we get to that big round juicy boy, I got two more things. And they're, they're short things. We'll get through them really fast. First one is I think we need to talk about this episode's sponsor, and that is Evan Keeps. Evan Keeps... Are you, a, are you a man worried about losing your hair or a woman? Does that baldness run in your family? Well, don't worry about that. Keeps with Evan will help you keep that hair well into your 80s or 90s. Now is the time, friends. Now is the time to take care of that hair. Keep it good. For only $29.95 a month, Evan will come to your house and make sure you keep your hair. Do you look like me? Do you have the V in your hair that gives you like, like a middle-aged ball man or Vegeta's look? Evan will make sure your hair is okay. For all your hair-based needs, go to evankeeps.gmail.hotmail.com forward slash winks. And only $29.95 a month, we can get um, your hair fixed right up. Use the product code um, should have gone for the head for 10% off. And now back to the show. I, I, I don't know what to think. Like, if he comes to your house to make sure you keep your hair, is he just coming in, popping his head in the door and go, yep, you have hair, and leaves? Yeah, he's um, like, yep, it's still there and leaves again. Really still fast. There and leaves. He, cli- he climbs in <laughs> through the window like Spider Man. He's like, yep, still there. And then he gets out there again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, um, moving on from that. Ed Brubaker, the co creator of The Winter Soldier, went on Kevin Smith's podcast, Fat Man Beyond, this week and talked about the fact that he's gotten almost no money for the use of The Winter Soldier in the Marvel movies. What? And at it. Yeah, he's basically, they wrote him a check at the very start to be like, hey, here you go. And basically, he compared it to two weeks salary writing on Marvel, like as a, as a writer. He's yeah. like, I got, I got the equivalent to two weeks worth of salary as kind of like a throwaway thing. But apart from that, he's got nothing from the use of it in Civil War or the movie, you know, Winter Soldier or anything like that. Oh, he's God. He's going to on the podcast talking about that this week and how it's like, it's kind of fucked how Marvel's writers and creators don't get an awful lot of money when like these things become like billion dollar IPs, basically. Like, yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about that, or should we just hop straight on? No, it's it it's it's an issue. There there's a lot of issues like this, especially within an industry like the film industry. It's you know what? It's a thing that's prevalent throughout any arts industry, really. Uh, um, you're gonna get a lot of, I suppose, the the un, the the people, the the underlings, uh, yeah. which is not a very nice term for them, but um, 
a lot of them are going to get shafted. Uh, and it's, yeah. a, it's a thing. It's a thing you you, you see a lot. Uh, I I can tell that that you know I've worked backstage for theater shows and I've heard stories and stuff and you know just some not great things happening. Um, it's there's it's a business at the end of the day, and I get that. So that yeah. means like money is important, but it's just like it's fucked how like the guy who wrote Captain America for eight years or like invented the winter soldier, the thing that like yeah. we're going to talk about for the next hour or so that that guy got almost no money that like, yeah, I can imagine. Got- I can imagine. It's a weird situation. If you make a character for uh, like Marvel or DC, yeah. like it's like, did you still like, do you still keep getting like, I suppose, royalties or something for this character whenever they show up or is it like I, you I, sign over the this day, character to them i i don't know it's it's, it's work for hire like if you're a writer yeah. or an artist for marvel or dc it's work for hire you're getting paid to turn up write a story or turn up and draw a story at yeah. the end of the day that's why independence that's why so many artists go independent now like image and whatever because they mm-hmm. can keep the rights then but if you're working mm-hmm. for marvel which is the dream then you don't keep the rights to anything, which is kind of fucked because yeah. that means like when the Winter Soldier becomes like one of the top grossing, like when Winter Soldier is in some of the top grossing Marvel movies of all time, you're getting nothing for it. He's getting yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like they should have even like, if it's like a 2% kickback. So it's like, hey, you get 2% of the gross for any movies that like the Winter Soldier appears in or a certain percentage like that, like half a percentage mm-hmm. even. I don't know. I think it's just kind of fucked up like, yeah it's it's just it's it's not it's not a good situation it's it's definitely something that needs to be remedied um yeah no it it kind of caught me off guard because like we've spent the last few weeks talking about how great this whole winter soldier thing is and how great like talking the winter soldier has been and now to find out you know the guy who put a lot of time into writing and crafting that character and who genuinely loves his creation Mm -hmm. refuses to watch the show because he's like i'm not getting paid for the use of my character like yeah which is, it's like if J.K. Rowling got nothing for the Harry Potter movies. It's basically the exact same scenario. Obviously, she got banged for those, but like. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I, I get that. It's, um, I don't know. It's just kind of a fucked scenario. Anyway, moving on from that depressing note. Um, should we talk about this week's episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? The penultimate episode. The, we should. So we're one from the end. We're nearly there, folks. We're yeah. almost, we've got. We got one more left after this episode, and then we're done. Can't we're at the door. Like it's 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 over next week. Like oh my god, you know. It's insane. Like it's just, I can't believe we're so close to the end. But I also have so many. Next week's episode's got to be like two hours long to resolve oh, like so much shit. Um, before we get into spoiler territories, do you want to talk about everything before we spoil it? Do you want to talk about like your feelings towards the episode or what you thought? Um. About? I mean, like, we always give the, the thing beforehand of, like, if you have not, go watch the episode. Please, please go watch it. This one is a, it's a spicy meatball. It's it's a real juicy, juicy boy. There's a yeah. lot of stuff I really liked in it. Um, it has it's a, really it's another shot. weirdly paced episode, though. That's the thing. It's a like, weird, it is a weirdly paced episode. I was going to bring that up yeah. in that it, it has these, it has moments that you're like, well, this was happening earlier, and now this, this is happening, huh? Um yeah. So it's it's There's a bit like, oddly paced, but I really really did like it. Oh yeah, no, it was. I genuinely really enjoyed this week's episode. 
And if you haven't watched it, please go watch it. We've done so much content now for you pre-episode, pre-spoilers, that if you haven't watched Falcon's Winter Soldier, you've gotten your money's worth listening to us. Please go watch the episode and come back and tell your friends and whatever. But with that out of the way, let's get into the spoilers. So last week's episode ended with John Walker just murdering the shit out of that guy. murdering a guy. Just let's take that head clean off. Uh... And this episode opens with him like disappearing faster than my father's approval of me after listening to the show. Like he's just <laughs> belting it away. Yeah, I you just like it. Just shows him running, and I'm just wondering: is just like, does he just murder this guy in the street, and it just just kind of like awkwardly walks off, like jogs off or something? You know, it's just like, oh, uh, hey, everyone, look over there, distraction, and then he like runs over there real fast. <laughs> hey, look, Captain America! Ah, shit. Um. Uh, hey, look, um, it's it, it's the other Avengers. Shit, 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 shit. shit. He's like running as fast as he can. Oh. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's 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 running, he's he's, he's running scared. Yeah. Um, he gets in that like abandoned warehouse, so you know there's gonna be a fight. Oh yeah, like well, abandoned warehouse comes up, like you know a fight is coming. Um, uh, and he's looking down at the bloody shield, and he's freaking out because this is the shield's time of the month, and there's blood everywhere. It's <laughs> he's really he's really in a bad state. And then Bucky, Bucky and Sam, they get there to talk their good pal there. And they're like, just turn yourself in, man. It's Jeans. Fine. Well, we're going to sort this. Yeah. Uh, I genuinely they... feel, I feel bad oh? for John Walker. I feel bad for him. I mean, I've been thinking yeah. about this. He's not that bad of a guy. Like. He, he's, he, no, like, how do we, how, like, saying, like, okay, yes, he killed someone. Um, But, yeah. like. He's not an evil. He's not an evil dude. Um, no, he, like he I think this episode life... does a lot for you to empathize with him. Like yeah. I'm still like I'm still like uh, he's still a bit of a not a great, not a fantastic, fantastic dude. But it's, I he spent understand. his life working towards this. Like he's he's only yeah. ever tried to help people, and the world just kind of shit on him every time. Like <laughs> he became a soldier. <laughs> yeah, no, he became a soldier to like help people, and then like he lost people on his mission and like there was like shit happened to him but he just kind of kept going and then he became yeah. captain america but people were like no nah, we don't respect you the guy's yeah. like he was doing all that without any super soldier serum like all the stuff we see him at the start he's he's genuinely a pretty great guy it's just he's mm-hmm. he can't compete against like these people who are enhanced yeah it's like um and then he he makes the wrong decision he sees his best friend die and he's just like he loses it. He's just like, this is too much. This is too far. And he snaps. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I guess the serum brings out like his worst quality, his worst qualities yeah. a bit. But, um, but it's, it's even like the fact that you're like, oh, he killed someone. Yeah. Yeah. But Captain America kills people. Look at how many people, how many people did he shoot back in World War II when he's busting out the door? Like, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Okay. Yes, uh, I'm not, not going to say Captain America. I'm not going to say Steve Rogers didn't kill people. Steve Rogers did not decapitate. And, like I know, saying he's part of the Flag Smashers doesn't make him completely innocent. But he also yeah. wasn't the one that killed Lamar. He's not, <laughs> so, but he's. I don't know. He, it's like he's he's still so a the, terrorist. He did kill a terrorist. He's like this strong, hardworking guy. Who just lost his best friend and the world is shit on him 
I think I just I understand why he snapped. I don't like get I don't like the fact that he snapped, but I get but why he lost control for a second. There, yeah, I know, but there's the reason of like we we arrest people, we don't kill them, you know. Um, it's yeah, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, but then um, Marvel recreates my per my um sorry one sec Marvel recreates my Pornhub search history by having a large. <laughs> And here's how they do it. They have a large black man and his partner um, penetrate a muscular man with their metal strap on. I thought, I, thought, I think it should really It's all just take a minute. Uh, it's all just take a minute for what might be the dirtiest joke I've ever written for the show. God. I texted out the shoot this morning this without like any context. Comedy. I'm like, hey, is this is this a joke? Does this work? Is this funny? And she's <laughs> like, you're gonna get banned off the air. Like the podcast is gonna get pulled for you talking about Bucky's metal strap on trying to get into John Walker. <laughs> like worth it. Okay, so they, they they all they all punch on for a bit. And how good is that fight? Oh my god, that fight is so good. Ah, oh, I loved it so much. Just oh, they're just they're going hit for hit. Everyone's using their abilities. But also, right, just for just for reference, and I don't want to belittle the fight because the fight was really cool. Uh-huh. But in but in Captain America Civil War, Spider-Man took down Falcon and Winter Soldier, no problem by himself. Just saying. But- just saying. This is Spider-Man, who is like not <laughs> not also like super strong. Who like took the the Winter Soldier's arm and was just able to hold it back, no problem. Um, he also has webs, and he can crawl on the ceiling. <laughs> and I, I'm just saying that 16 year old kid with a little bit of enhanced abilities took both of them down, no problem. Mm, uh, John Walker. Mm, anyway. Oh, but yeah, no, um, um, that that fight was sick. I genuinely really liked that fight. That no, it was a it was a cool cool start to the episode of this this rad fight of like you know two enhanced. It's it's really actually funny because you see Bucky and John Walker going like yeah. punching each other and stuff, and like <laughs> Falcon's trying to get in there, but he keeps getting punched out of it. Oh, how cool was it when he used like the like the blasting from the back of his his backpack to like flip over him or like jump away from it? It's... Yeah. Uh, it's, they're still it's... trying to find things for him to do with the wings and it's like sometimes they nail it like last week's episode and sometimes it's just like oh yeah he probably can't use them in here because it's too low down or whatever yeah but uh i i know it was, it was good uh, i think they're keeping with like jesus they're they're really keeping with some of the brutal aspects of it because oh my god um they fucking break his arm like yeah. oh christ it's, it's yeah uh, they really they fucking give it to each like everyone's just <laughs> smashing against stuff and like throwing people into walls and shit like yeah it's, it's one of these things where like i rewatched civil war a little bit back and it's like i love the action in it but there's a lot of like fast cuts in some of the like the fights in this it's yeah. like big long like takes where it's like you see every impact and i kind of love that um like, well, it should also, be Falcon gets his wings torn off, which is oh, how sick cool, was that? It's a cool moment. It's a pretty cool moment, but yeah, he just. Yeah. I also thought Bucky's of... arm was kind of fucked at one point when, like, you see it like glitching out or whatever when John hits. Yeah, him. it's like, like he got oh, like he's... shoved into like an electrical thing and it really fucked with his arm or something. So he was down for yeah. a little bit, but. Uh... I thought the reveal was going to be that like 
while they beat him, like one of them lost the arm and the other one lost the wings. But I guess Bucky's arm is yeah. fine again because we see him use it later on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so they take John in eventually. They they're just like they arrest break him his arm <laughs> and yeah, he like, keeps fighting and then they're able to take him down eventually. But um, our boy Johnny Walker. I'm actually, you know what? I'm on Team New Cap. I've come back around on John Walker. I know he took a man's head off, right? I know he, t- I know he took a man's head off for it, and he he got cancelled for it. It's clear he got cancelled for it, which we'll get to later in the episode. Not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. The world has been shitting on him too much. He's kind of an underdog. I'm back right John Walker, you are a bad guy, but you are not a bad guy. <laughs> you know, he's not even the worst captain in that universe. He's not that bad, honestly. Uh... In God. case anyone's wondering, I'm talking about Captain Marvel. Anyway, moving on. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, where was I? I had the notes here. They're hurt. Oh, yeah. So Carly's disappeared. She's gone to Grinch. She's gone to make YouTube videos or like terrorist acts, whatever she does. <laughs> you know why, you know, Carly. You know what she does. If I get 10,000 likes in this video, I'll commit another terrorist act. Ha, ha. Now Links time for random below. dancing. Woo! I'm going to prank people in the streets. Oops, it was a terrorist attack all along. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but yeah. Um, fucking Sam leaves his wings with... um. What's that guy's name? I keep I keep forgetting his name. You know, like, he's oh, kind of tech psychic. Torres, who goes on to be the Falcon in the comics when when Bucky becomes half okay. spoilers. Pause, pause just one sec. Torres in the comics is like fucking insane right he's literally a half man half falcon yeah he, what's the look what's the look that sam is on a mission where he meets a man that just happens to be turned into half falcon like it's it's funny because i like i like the idea that the guy before him got turned into like half walrus or like half cow or something and it's like oh, oh man if it was one more guy over you wouldn't have had a falcon sidekick at all you would have had like a mongoose sidekick but there's like this was like a science. There was this like a story, um, and I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was uh, it was Sam Wilson and Captain America. But uh, yeah, Captain America gets turned into a werewolf, and he meets half bird man Torres. And <laughs> also, worst thing is that's from like 2017. But it's not the first time Captain America has been a werewolf. Like. There's been three different oh. occasions where Captain America has been turned into a werewolf. Yeah, like, yeah, it's oh, com- comics are weird. Like I know people are like, "Oh my god, a guy with a big flying hammer and like aliens." That's weird. The movie's got nothing on how weird the comics get. Comics and com- comics are like comics are weird. Did you know Red Wing is a vampire bird in the comics? <laughs> A vampire bird that Sam has a telekinetic like connection is, with. It's it's not just a drone think, that he goes beep beep beep. He's got yeah. a the red bird can hear his mind. Like yeah. Oh my god. But he's also a vampire bird, which is hilarious. But um, I think it's also because Torres because he also has like a telepathic link to birds, but he also has a telepathic link to Wilson. I think there's some weird things loop through that, and it's really funny. Um, <laughs> So fucking weird. I love comics, but they're fucking weird. Comics are the only weird, movie man. that the only movie that has come close enough to getting the weirdness of comics is Howard the Duck. Those duck titties are the closest thing we've got to like getting the actual weirdness of comics on screen. Oh, 
moving on from defending the duck titties um we get john walker in court and he's like giving his little like you want the truth you can't handle the truth he's given that more or less christ (laughs) what gets me is where is his lawyer i don't see any lawyer there right I don't think that's a, it's a, it's not a, I suppose your traditional kind of courtroom kind of thing. It's a mandate. So basically he's being called up and as a soldier, he's being told like, like, no, you are like less than, I don't know, honorably discharged and you're, you're not getting this stuff kind of thing. You know, yeah, that's fair um, enough. I just assumed that John Walker had watched enough suits or law and order that he thought he could be his <laughs> own lawyer. Like he was just like he's cocky enough that he'd stroll in there, which by that logic, uh, by the amount of porn oh, I watched, he's one I must of those guys that up. like he—he's one of those guys that just watch all those shows and is like, oh yeah, I could totally represent myself in a court, yeah, like, you know? So he's like, John, do you want a lawyer? He's like, no, 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 guys, guys, I got this. I'm, I'm, I'm bloody, I'm Captain America. I got this, and he rocks up and just like it's torn apart immediately. Yeah, but yeah, then he runs into the big cameo slash reveal of this episode. Which is, um, and I have it written here, our surprise guest, 11-time Emmy-winning actress, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, as, fuck, how do I even say this woman's name? You know the one with, like, four names? Uh, Uh, Contest something Valentine. uh, Yeah, Contest Valentine Argita de Fortain. She's got, like, four names. She's just like, just call me Val. My name is Val. Got Val, yeah. Do you know uh, who that is? Is this? Yeah, I was going to say, is this a big reveal? Because this did not yeah. click anything in my head. Yeah, no. But... It ter- yeah, no. It turns out that um, fucking Julia Louis Dreyfus is playing Val, aka Madame Hydra, or a version of Madame Hydra. She's a she's a Nick Fury character from the comics, like a love interest slash rival who goes on to That's be Madame Hydra. That's really interesting because I know for a fact Agents of Shield did Madame Hydra, kind yeah. of. There's some. Um, there's she's the second Madame Hydra, the third one. You know how it's like a legacy character where you can have multiple. Oh, okay, okay. So you can have she's, multiple of them. Yeah, she went on to be Madame Hydra more or less. So maybe she's mm-hmm, not actually mm-hmm. Madame Hydra, but she went on to be Madame Hydra. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, that's kind of the big reveal that they kept under wraps. That they got like this big act, like from Veep and like a bunch of other stuff. They like they got her yeah. to be like basically Madame Hydra, and she gives John Walker the card to be like, "Hey, look, um, you know, when you get a chance, when I call, you're gonna come running. You're gonna come to us." Mm-hmm. What do you think she meant by all that? I don't know. It's mysterious, and I like it. Oh, I do. I love that mystery. So first off, I thought. Oh, maybe the reveal is she's the power broker. But I'm I was like, thinking she was either she was the power broker or like she is related to the power broker. I'd say more related to the power broker because mm-hmm. I think it's too late to just like give us a one scene with the power broker and then next episode have it be like, well, Sam and Bucky, I've been the power broker all this time. Yeah, I th- as I said, like, I think power brokers be is, is being set up to be a future down the line villain. So. No, no, no. This episode turns me around on it. And like I'll get to it in a minute. I genuinely believe Sharon right. Carter is the power broker. I think like everything is pointing at her being the power broker now. Like with one I, episode to go, I'm, I'm putting not, my money on that reveal. I, I know they put it in there and y- yeah, you're supposed to go, ah, oh, Sharon Carter. I don't know if she is though. I, c- I can fully believe she's working for the power no, broker. 
I think I we're don't... getting our Agatha all along reveal next episode. I think that's going to be... I don't know. We'll, I don't we'll see. Know. She's either working for the power broker or is the power broker. I don't I'm not against her being the power broker, but I'm also skeptical. Mm, it's it would feel weird if we like if the very se- if the season finale is just her meeting the power broker for the first time and then it's someone yeah. else again. So like I I don't know. I think we'll get in we'll get into it in a minute because there is a scene about it. But also what I was thinking, Madam Hydra slash Val was talking about. Maybe she was pitching John Walker on joining the Thunderbolts. Does U.S. Agent join the Thunderbolts? Well, they have a version of Captain America on the Thunderbolts, I think, if I'm remembering it correctly. Okay. But, like, you could have, like, the Thunderbolts version of Captain America be U.S. Agent. That'd be pretty Oh, yeah. Sick. Like, I, like, I'm not saying you, like, in the comics, you don't have to have, necessarily have it happen in the comics, have it happen in the movie. I was just yeah. curious if he'd actually ever been on the, the Thunderbolts. I don't know if he did or not. I know, I think they had a Captain America, but I think it was Baron Zemo who was, I, I might be wrong now, but it was something similar. Yeah. Well, they had Iron Patriot. That's what I'm thinking of. It was like, it was fucking Norman Osborn in a Iron Man suit, but it was like the Captain America colors. And I think he had the shield. Okay, okay. But uh, what I was going to say is, do you want to explain to the audience who the Thunderbolts are? Because we've name dropped them three times there. Uh, I vaguely know who the Thunderbolts are. Just uh, oh, Okay, I, I, I can do it if you want. If, yeah, I, I, can, I, I can pull it I, out of my ass. It's, yeah, I, I, I think I know who the Thunderbolts are. I wouldn't be huge, very, very knowledgeable about them, but I, I kind of know them as a superhero team. Okay, um, so basically, for a time in the comics, the Avengers were gone. I think they went off to space to fight something or like whatever they do. I think they made they might have disbanded, but the um, basically a group of villains came together, and they were like, "Hey, what if we pretended to be heroes, and we just make a bunch of money off of it?" And we'll call ourselves the Thunderbolts and pretend to be a superhero team, even though they're all villains. So, like, they'd stop yeah. bank robbers, but then they'd steal the money for themselves, kind of thing. And basically, um, Norman Osborn, the Spider-Man villain, Green Goblin, he eventually went on to make his own version of it, which was then to replace the Avengers. It'd be like the government's own Avengers, but it was still made of villains. Mm-hmm. So you had like Venom was there was who pretended to be black suit Spider-Man, or like. I think they had Bullseye, the Daredevil villain. They had him, but they dressed him up as like the new version of Hawkeye. But yeah, instead of like, I think... he'd, pretend, he'd pretend to shoot arrows and he'd just throw shit at people. Because obviously he's got perfect aim. <laughs> they had like Red Hulk. They had um, they had a bunch of villains basically, but they were pretending to be heroes. They were like anti heroes. Yeah, I can't remember who they had to play because they had someone being Miss Marvel as well. And I can't remember who it was, but. Yeah, I, it was someone uh... big anyway. I know they had. um. What was it? Fucking Decker? Is that his name? Wolverine's son? You know the one? He's, he's like Wolverine, but he's only got two claws. Oh, it's like Darkon or Dracon or Dracon. Like it's that. It's something similar to that. They, they had him, yeah. but it was, he was Wolverine, but he only had two claws. Yeah, and then they had, yeah. they had Norman Osborn, but he had stolen an Iron Man suit. And he was like Iron Man mixed with Captain America. He's from when Wolverine went to live with the weebs. In- <laughs> okay, so um, from there, we find out that like Carly goes back to the kind of Fuck, where was it last episode? You know, the the uh, the, the, the place with all the they, refugees. Oh, they were somewhere in Latvia, I believe. Latvia, or, that's it. They go back to yeah. Latvia and like they'd all been snatched up by the um, by the government and just like moved on. And Carly's more mm-hmm. pissed than the Catholic priest when you call him daddy instead of father. Like she was ha. mad. Ha. It, it, I've hit my I've hit my dirty joke quota for the episode, by the yeah. way. That was that was the worst, probably the worst one I had, but also the last one. But um, basically, <laughs> she was mad. 
Like she was, she was snapping over. She's like, you know what? Fine, fine. We're gonna, we're gonna. You wanted more terrorism? We're gonna go do more terrorism. Come on, guys, let's go do do more more terrorism. terrorism. Oh no! (laughs) Exact quote. Come on, guys, let's go do more terrorisms. (laughs) Ah fuck. Um, I love. She's she's one of my favorite characters in the show, but also like, every she gives like three passionate speeches an episode at this point, where it's kind of becoming like. It's almost kind of funny. Like take a shot, take a shot every time she makes a passionate speech about something. There's definitely we're gonna revisit this show again in future or something, and there's definitely just a drinking game gonna be made out of this. It's like, I think it's the. I think if you watched it back to back, I don't think it'd work. And I feel the same way about Wandavision. I don't think Wandavision would work if you watched it back to back. I, I haven't. I haven't gone back and watched the whole thing as like a solid piece. But I think yeah. week to week kind of breaks it up a bit. But if I feel like if I was watching like episodes three and four and five, I'd be like, God, does this bitch ever talk and not make a passionate speech? It's like <laughs> immediately she breaks into like a big dramatic monologue about like, she does it like twice in this episode. I love her, but mm-hmm. like twice in this episode, she does it. I just, dude, if, if you're like, if down the line when going back to do an MCU binge, do these get included now? The, the shows it's weird you see because i'm like and even then how do you put the order of them because i'd put like these i put wandavision this and then spider-man far from home yeah Spider-Man i think that, i think that i think that is the timeline of wandavision this then far from home so. see here's the thing i would include these before i'd include like an agent's a shield or an agent carter because oh, i don't yeah, think but- those these aren't are, necessary reading. These are, I think. Yeah, no, these are like directly tied into the movies. So. Yeah, like, say when Multiverse of Madness comes out next year, I'm probably going to watch Doctor Strange 1, then WandaVision, then go into Multiverse of Madness. I think those will be like yeah. my two watches beforehand. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, Zemo goes back to Sokovia. Mm-hmm. Which is mostly just a big lake, a statue... Big- a big CGI statue? It just looked really yeah. off to me on the, the screen. A big, uh, big weird statue, a big lake, and like just like a cabin with a homicidal maniac who trapped people in her sitcom and she's like breaking down thinking about how to get her kids while looking through the dark hold. I like the idea he passes the cabin and is just like, should I should I go in there? Should I should I say something? Nah, I'm sure it's fine. Should I'll there? sort itself out. <laughs> No, she'll just destroy Avengers for me again. He's like, uh, I'll come back to this later. He definitely made a mental <laughs> yeah, yeah. bit. He's like, I'll, I'll come back <laughs> yeah. to this later. When I'm destroying the magic Avengers, I'll come back to this later. To destroy yeah. the magic Avengers. But yeah, he, he, he notices that. He notices the statue. But for some reason, he doesn't notice the Wakandan ship that's parked 20 feet from him to the <laughs> left. To be fair, to be fair, it's 20 feet. And to the left, so of course he never noticed it. Of course I mean, he didn't spot. The Wakandan sh- ships can turn invisible, though, can't they? I think so. Yeah, probably they they got cloaked. It's just funny to imagine that he walked past that and didn't pick up on it. Oh, world's God. greatest, world's greatest villain, right there. But I like his yeah. little interaction with Bucky. What did you, what did you think of that? That, that that was good. I I liked it. I just like that moment there. I I I wasn't sure if Bucky was going to shoot him or not. I was like, huh. The way his hand kind of quivered and like he was, he yeah. Was, the minute he like cocked it, I'm like, nah, he's not gonna, 
Maybe. Maybe. I, oh, I assumed he'd shoot him in like the shoulder or something, like a non-fatal shot. Like, yeah. He'd shoot him, but he wouldn't kill him. But then like he pulled the old switcheroo and like all the bullets fell down or whatever. Yeah. And then he just gives then... it to the, he gives it to the Dormelage, who I assume yeah, and then the most overpowered, the most overpowered heroes in the MCU, the Dormelage, yes. <laughs> and if I'm Bucky, I'm like, hey guys, can I can I just get your number just in case you know, in case I gotta fight some like terrorist organization later in the episode or next episode, yeah. just in case I need to call for backup. Can I just can I just get your number just in case? Although I I love how they tell him they're just like, yeah, you better not show up in Wakanda for a while. It's like, oh, is that okay. what they say? I thought they were saying you should probably come back to Wakanda soon. I Did thought he said. I thought he. I thought. I thought they said they should. He make himself scarce in Wakanda or something. Or oh, maybe maybe I, they meant come back to Wakanda. I'm, I'm yeah, actually no, not sure. Yeah, no, I thought. She, I thought she said, make yourself scarce to Wakanda, but it might be wrong. Maybe ah. it was, I thought it was like, hey, maybe you should bail out of man's world and come back to Wakanda for a while. Maybe you should I'm just come back. Sure. The I, I'd have to rewatch it later. I'm going to rewatch yeah. it tonight anyway with Shoot. Does do. he go back to Wakanda or not? Who knows? <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, I'm, I'm assuming, oh, maybe he will. Maybe that's his, like, maybe that's the season finale. He'll just go back and live in Wakanda again. He'll bring. Yeah. What if? What if him and old Asian man get a little cottage on the outskirts of Wakanda, and they're watching the I, border? Hey. Oh. Why so all the? It clearly, like, I understand Falcon's gonna have some really important Captain America stuff going on, but. Oh, but like on his weekends, oh. on his weekends off, he goes back to Wakanda. He goes. He goes to Wakanda, and he go, goes to his little hut by the edge of the river, oh. and there's Bucky inside waiting for him. Oh, but every day Bucky walks to the end of the fucking walks to the end of the field, and he looks to the sky and he just watches, waiting hopefully to see that bird-like outline again. And one day, over the horizon, Sam's gonna come flying back for him. There's a lot of homoerotic tension later on. I'm gonna bring that up. I've written in the notes, but let's um back on track here. Sam goes to visit um Isaiah Bradley. And sees his nephew, who is conf- sorry, not his nephew, his grandson, who's confirmed as his grandson. Yeah, uh, his grandson is confirmed as his grandson. Yeah, his grandson. <laughs> no, but like you know what I mean. In episode two, we don't I, yeah. actually, it's never confirmed that that kid that's living with him was his grandson. Could have been his lover yeah. for all we know. We don't know. So, we, yeah. we don't judge. We don't we, know. We have a chance of of patriot to show up. Yeah, like. For anyone who doesn't know or hasn't heard our episodes where we talked about it, he goes on to be like, um, is it Patriot? Is that the name of the character? I think it's Patriot, yeah. So who's basically the Captain America for the Young Avengers. And we got two more Young Avengers set up in WandaVision, so it feels like that's where they're going with some of this. Young Especially because you don't have an Avengers team. Like five, four or five years down the line, it wouldn't surprise me if that kid comes back and they're like, yeah, he's on the Young Avengers now. <laughs> set him up in that show or whatever. Maybe bring Miss Marvel and maybe like Spider Man or someone like that in as well. I, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, totally. Works. But then, what did you think of the Isaiah Bradley scene? Uh, so good. I, I'm so glad we got to hear more about the Isaiah Bradley, and they're really going with the because uh, you know I, I like I like learning about some of the comics and stuff. So I was I was learning about the storyline. Uh, that Isaiah Bradley was uh, is is from and like that's dude that's just such a fascinating story that they did it's so good um, it's uh it's, what is it? it's truth red white and blue I think if I, I think yeah I think that's it. what I think that's what it's called 
and this episode is also called truth and like hard truths are dispelled in this episode so it makes sense so yeah it's it, i just it's it's fun hearing him reference uh that that story and stuff and god man he's just had a shitty life you know it's, oh it is heartbreaking where he's it's so heartbreaking. basically him and a bunch of other soldiers were tested with the super soldier serum or versions of it and some of them died some of them were captured and he broke rank and he went out there and he took on like must have been Hydra or whatever bad guys who had captured them. (laughs) Nazis, just those regular old Nazis. He he punched their heads in good, got his men back. And then he was like taken back and arrested and experimented on. And one of the few times he was set loose was to fight the Winter Soldier. And like, yeah. Oh, it's so fucked up. Like it's, and he's just like, yeah, no, the world would never have let me like even exist. They pretended I was dead. They told my wife I was dead. Like that's, (laughs) And he's just been living as a ghost of a man ever since, like... Yeah. Oh, uh, it's it's fucked and beautiful. And, like, it's the first scene in the show that has genuinely got me emotional. Like, I was getting teary-eyed listening to him talk about it. I was like, that's yeah. fucked. But even the events he mentions in that, those are, like, beat for beat how that story goes in the comics. Like, it was... Oh, yeah. It was insane that they were just, like, like almost word for word it's like that's how it happened that's how it went i'm like okay fair enough so that all happened in the mcu honestly i'd love to see that as a miniseries I, i'd love to see that as a very miniseries like ah, oh. i'd be sick like get um get us like a miniseries where you can bring sebastian Span- stand back as the winter soldier obviously but like yeah give me like four episodes of the isaiah bradley story or hell give us six episodes of it like it's it's such an interesting story and it doesn't like it doesn't fuck with any kind of timelines of continuity it'll be so yeah. good love it i'd honestly i'd love it as a sequel to this i think it'd be like a really good sequel to this show mm-hmm. but then so basically anthony mackie goes home to fix the boat thank goodness we finally got back to the boat because i know this is a storyline that all the fans were waiting about we were on it the edge actually... of our seats to find out I was are they gonna fix or that the boat showed up again um <laughs> it showed up for one minute to resolve a plot point from episode one i was like oh they're gonna set this up to be a big running thing about the the yeah. boat and the money and all that and like to a certain degree they did but i'm just like really there's, there's terrorists going on john walker's gone mad are we really worried about the boat right now is that everyone's top concern right now He's just like, we can't sell this boat and I'm going to call in some people to help us. And so, yeah, they they start fixing they, up the boat. The only currency they need is like the beauty of Anthony Mackie's voice to get that boat <laughs> fixed right. Like genuinely, he's so charming. I mean, like, if Anthony Mackie called me up and just say like, yo, you know, can you do me a favor? Yeah. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> like, oh. I don't even know what it is. No, it's but just yes. like the ch- the charm of Ath- Anthony Mackie is c- like Bella Delphine's bathwater. If I could just get a jar of it, I'd be a- I'd die a happy man. Like that would be enough for me. Like he's just magic so exudes charm. Oh, um, like it's just you only hear like two of his phone calls. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know how I'm doing. Uh, you know I'm hurting. You know how you owe favors and shit. I'm like, why is he so charismatic? But then um, box then Bucky comes back and he gives him a box. I mean, like, it's not a punch box. in the face, like like a Wakandan box. <laughs> he doesn't turn up and just punch him in the face. Um, um, I'm getting through the Wakandans, which I can only assume is a, a new set of wings. 
I was about to yeah. ask, what do you think is in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? I think a new I think it's a new set of wings. Um I think it's the Captain America outfit. I think it's a new high-tech Captain America outfit. I think it could be it could be both. Uh yeah, it could like, be the, the, like, the outfit and it has the wings combined into it. Because if it's the yeah. Wakandans, that's nanotech. So maybe he can just fucking summon wings now and fucking fly. That would um, be that would make more sense than those massive wings fitting into his tiny backpack. <laughs> like I would believe, like, oh yeah, it's nanotech, like the Iron Man suit or the Black Panther suit before I'd be yeah. like, oh, they all just fit in that like half a half a football he has on his back, apparently. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no. If for anyone who doesn't know, when Sam becomes Captain America in the comics, his suit is like it's a combination of like the Captain America suit, but it also still has Falcon wings. You're just kind of built. Yeah, it. yeah. So he like, becomes Captain America, but he doesn't lose his gimmick of just being uh, Birdman. Yeah, um, he's kind of a fusion of the two. It kind of like it makes him mm-hmm. way more powerful because he can be like Captain America on the ground, and then he can just leap off a building, and he's got the wings immediately. Yeah. Uh, with Twitch up, like he left his original rings with Torres, so I guess we're getting Torres Falcon as well. That so... could be. That wouldn't surprise me as a reveal at the end if it's like we see Torres in like the garage, like fixing up the old suit for himself, and like he spray paints yeah. it green or whatever. Yeah, which would be kind of sick. But yeah, no, that's. I was about to ask you what do you thought was in the box. I think it's probably his Captain America outfit, if I had to guess, or else mm-hmm. an updated Falcon suit. Either one. Mm-hmm. It's. Um... It, it, it was a lot of restraint on their part not to show it to us. I know it's going to be like the start of the next episode. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry. Again. Oh, you're okay. It's she. Um, I'm trying to hop in here. Let me try it. Oh, yeah. So then him and Bucky have a super manly, super hetero, no sexual undertones, we swear, fixing oh, a boat yeah. montage. I, what I love is like he, they just get like Bucky just to go like, hi, Sarah, kind of thing, you know? Yeah, just um, throw us off. Yeah, exactly. They know they're, they're, just, they're, they're just like, nah, Bucky likes women. And then I'm just like, boy, you can't tell me that, that Bucky, like, Sebastian Stan doesn't exude bisexual energy. Come on. Oh, like, <laughs> it's not a man, woman, child, dog, bear, like, android on the planet that isn't attracted to Anthony Mackie. He's just such, I don't care what your sexuality yeah. is. Anthony Mackie is the most charming man I don't think we've ever, like, have we ever gotten a reference to what his sexuality is? Like, you know, I don't... It's never mentioned that he has a girlfriend or any partners or anything. So it's like, if you turned around it's... and he just, like, if he just kissed Torres or kissed Bucky, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. I'm done with that. <laughs> it's It's um... not one of these things where it's like, oh, we're like, we're forcing characters like like the way it was like fans yeah. wanted Sherlock and um Sherlock and Watson to get together. Yeah. But there's no setup for that or anything. Like in this, there is so much setup and there's so much like do it. I wouldn't be mad. That'd be sick. I'd love that. I'd be mad. I know. I know we joke about it and like yeah. I don't think I don't think we actually expect it to happen, but we no. kind of wish it would, you know? Um, it would it's it would be nice for representation sake. I don't think it's gonna happen, and like yeah. that's okay as well. That's fine. Are they? Like, they are they a good couple? Probably not, but we can oh, dream. Oh no, they're so good. They even do my favorite thing ever, which is like the manly hand grab. You know where it's like, yeah, you old son of a bitch, and they like link arms and like come in close, and they both flex their biceps. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like um, Top Gun, where it's it's so hetero that it looks. Pr- kind of gay like a little so, yeah. bit like just a little bit 
so they're anyway. they're they're doing their manly stuff on the love boat, you know. Uh-huh, yeah. On the love and... boat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, let's have a couple of beers and just fling around the shield. How about we just we just get yeah, just have a couple bro of beers, out, man? Just yeah, be a bro. We're just two bros, bro and Eb, man. Gonna... I'm just surprised that like ordinary like people like john walker before serum and like falcon can <laughs> can can actually resist, like resist not getting their fucking head lopped off by this fucking shield traveling oh, like, <laughs> it comes back so fast i'm like you would break your wrist and like I, if you don't how does everyone catch it by the strap every time i'd like i'd definitely break my wrist like immediately yeah. Yeah, like how are these people not dying? Uh, like Bucky, I understand, but like, why, why is, well, why is Sam just like not instantly dead here? But um, yeah, the oh. the shield that breaks physics, anyway. Um, you see, we never we never see them like do a slow version of it. We never see like like they give it a tiny bit of a toss, like a frisbee yeah. first. Like I imagine there's like two hours that we didn't see of them like slowly like getting better at like throwing it fast. Where they're like, yeah, slow throw faster throw slightly faster and then they're just like full eating it by the end of it but then we get a we get a scene with sharon and um she's doing villain stuff she's being the power broker she's just busy being the power broker and she gets on she she could she could be the power broker she could be working for the power broker she could be doing a a double a double agent thing a (sighs) double agent 13 of no. where she's working for the power broker, but she's like, and she's trying to help the guys by maybe trying to stop Carly by bringing in Bartok, the, the Leaper and stuff. But like, uh, maybe France is the most dangerous man. The, yeah. And maybe she's trying to undermine the power broker at the same time. Who knows? Nah, I think she's going to be revealed. As, look, I think for next week's episode, if she's revealed to be the power broker, that's going to be fantastic. If she's not, I will do three shots of vodka before I come on the show. I oh, will please. do. Oh no! That's... I will do three shots of. I I will bet my hat on this. I will bet everything on this episode. I think she's the power broker. I'm okay. like I'm feeling it. She's the power broker. Okay. But also, I love the fact she gets France's most dangerous villain, and by that I mean a man who can jump slightly higher than normal men. He can jump a little bit higher than everyone else, and that makes him super dangerous. Oh God. But yeah, no. Um, let's see. Du-du-du. Oh, and then we get the adorable scene where Sam's nephews pretend to be like Captain America and the Winter Soldier, that was so like throwing punches at the shield. <laughs> and then Bucky, like Bucky, wakes up. They're like, "Put it back! Put it back!" <laughs> he hasn't noticed us. Put it back. <laughs> it was so cute. Oh my god, they were adorable. And then, like, let me see. Batrock meets Carly and the crew, and Carly's friends are just not up for it. Yeah, we're working with criminals because we are criminals, and it's like Carly, bitch you crazy like yeah now backdrop he's a real criminal have you seen him jump slightly higher than a regular man <laughs> that's evil that's villainous right there <laughs> oh the amount of croissants he has stolen over the years oh dangerous man dangerous man <laughs> but um, i like i love the fact they're like oh they like pan up and the big reveal is like we're us and our new army. We're gonna take New York City, baby. Yeah, they're they're stopping the GSC from like voting on 
just moving all the refugees, you know? Like, this GSC Council, the more I hear about, the more they seem like kind of shitty people, let's be honest. (laughs) When has any government done anything properly? Especially in these, like, movies and shows. But also, can we just bring back to, like, oh, the big reveal is the meeting's in New York, so their final attack is going to be New York. That's New York again. Rhiannon, thank goodness no superheroes live in New York. Oh my goodness. Could you imagine Could any you imagine if the fucking oh my god. Could you imagine if Utter Super fucking Sorcerer Supreme shows up? Oh I literally <laughs> I have a list here, right? Just like of all places, New York. Just in the MCU, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, yeah. Wong, yeah. all their wizard friends, Daredevil, the Punisher, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, uh Bruce Banner, who like lives at Stark Tower most of the time. Happy Hogan, Bucky himself has an apartment in Brooklyn, old Asian man, Bucky's sidekick. (laughs) But no, 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 it's fine. Doesn't matter if any of them turn up because they've got a man who can jump real good. And that's all that matters, ladies and gentlemen. They have Bastrock the Leaper. They don't really know about the wizards and like uh, Bucky's apartment and his Asian it is his little old Asian man friend. Um even just Spider-Man could probably take all these guys down. I'll be even real with Spider-Man, you. yeah. Spider-Man is known, so Yeah, like Spider-Man could just web up all the exits and then send the police in. Like Yeah. Uh no, I just uh, think it's just funny they're like, we're gonna take New York City. I'm like, thank goodness the Fantastic Four aren't around. Those guys will clobber you immediately. <laughs> Like Reed Richards oh, would get in there and take show up. Ah, um, fucking John Krasinski gets the big reveal at the end. Of... No, but John Krasinski is the power broker. We had it. John Krasinski is the power broker. Oh, and She Hulk. She Hulk's also in New York. I know she's getting a series later on. Just bringing that up. Yeah. Ms. Marvel's in New York. All right, all right. I'll stop. I'll stop because it'll bug me if I keep. Moon Knight going. is there for some reason because he just wants to throw hands. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention it earlier, but there was footage released the other day of um, Oscar Isaac like doing the training for Moon Knight, and it was like, Ooh. it looked sick. It was like him and the stuntmen like doing like a bunch of like sparring sessions. I'm like, that looks so cool. <laughs> I've actually never read a Moon a Moon Knight story, and I like, I like, I don't go around saying he's like my favorite superhero, but I just love it how it's a thing between me and Jack, and I'm like Moon Knight, Moon Knight will save the day. <laughs> okay, we're recording again. Basically, my headphones just died, so I don't know what's gonna happen with that audio there. Um, I'm just gonna go. Oh, fun. I'm going to go with the headphones, but I'm just going to move the mic slightly back from the speaker. So I'm, I'm hoping it won't pick it up. It might pick it up a little bit, but like. I, I'm not picking up anything, so. Yeah, like one sec. You can't hear any reverb or anything like that. You can't hear like any echo or anything. Nope, major. nope. I think, uh, I, think, I think we're all good. Okay, I think we're set. We should be grand. We should be grand. As long as it doesn't fuck with the audio or anything. I've set it as a second recording. So I'll just like, I'll import them both into thing. So it'll be like, it'll be fine. It should be grand. In worst case scenario, I yeah. part one and part two of the episode, but like it should be fine, it should be grand. Yeah. But um, yeah. So anyway, back where we were saying, Moon Knight's just Batman, but crazy. He's just crazy Batman. Like that's He's all. Just crazy. It. I just like I I like just a picture of him showing up in the, just the most <laughs> unusual situations. Oh, it's insane! Like it's oh. like you see these these flag smashers going to storm wherever. Uh, where the the council is meeting and Moon Knight is just standing there and he's just like, yes, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Just I'm, I'm ready. Okay, so then we get yeah. Sam doing the most sexy 
just the coolest of fucking montage. Captain America montage. Best montage since Rocky Four. I'm calling it now. Like, all we needed was Eye of the Tiger in there. So yeah, I I appreciate how I know I made the joke earlier about how does no one die when chucking the shield, and we do should see him fucking up throwing the shield and yeah. stuff, which I I appreciate. Um, I do like the fact they are establishing him as a more dexterous Captain America, like him doing fl- like all these these cool flips and stuff with the shield and stuff. My favorite thing is he's like, "This is how you become Captain America. Here's the training. Here's the training." Push-ups, running, a big flip. And a shield. If you can do the three flip. of those, you can be Captain America. You could, you could be Captain America. But yeah, he's he's like where Steve Rogers was like pretty much just like pure strength. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying he he did, he did his own. Uh, yeah, his, he had his, kicks. His, he did a lot of running, but it, there was never any like yeah. gymnastics to him really. Yeah. Um, to which I, I like I like this kind of maybe th- this distinction of Sam Wilson's one because yeah he's Falcon he's able to do do flips and stuff yeah um, which then brings us uh, to the end of the episode where um, basically he's ready he opens the suitcase we don't see what it is and then we cut to the, the big meeting and all the lights go off and you're like oh this is it this is where all oh, the shenanigans happen it's then credits I also just going back to the montage thing like he's running around and like the kids you know they see his uncle they're like uncle sam and i'm like do they give him nephews just so they can call him uncle sam you see here's the thing i never made that connection in my head until like they pointed out <laughs> in the show but i'm like they definitely only gave him nephews for that that is the only <laughs> like someone thought of that joke and like, that's kind of hilarious let's put that in there ah <laughs> oh, but yeah no and then we get the sweet after credit scene the sweet and- yes I love uh, it. It's, I, love it's, it's a po- I think it's post credits if it's in the middle. So oh, okay. it, the post- no, mid credits and then post credits after. So it's a mid credit scene, um, and it's it, in the middle. And you we break see down what happens in this mid credit scene. Yeah, we see John Walker, and he's he's working away on something. Um, we see him pick up some of his medals of honor and start welding him to a shield. <laughs> He's getting his Captain America cosplay going. He's getting, yeah. Like, Through you guys, I'll make my own Captain America. Yeah, he's like, I'm going, you guys don't give me the shield. I'm going to make my own shield. And you think, you think yeah. this is his US agent moment where he becomes like. Totally, totally his US agent moment. If he's yeah. welding fucking Medals of Honor to a shield, yeah. It doesn't like. US agent in the original comics doesn't like on the back of his shield, doesn't he have like all the names of everyone who died in 9-11 or something like that? It's it's something I, really insane. I have not heard that, but that sounds sick. Like that yeah. uh, if he had like all the names of the soldiers he's lost, like the ones he mentioned earlier. Yeah, the, it, like, he's got some like he's got something insane or something written on the back of his shield. Uh and I think it's like a bunch of names. And I I like I think it was like it's for like I think it was all the everyone who died nine eleven, but um. That's so fucking cool. Something but, like I mean, that. That's that's it's stupid, but it's also really cool. That's like yeah, it's that's some hardcore shit right there. Like, okay, uh, so this kind of brings us to the end of the episode, which means we have one left. Next week's episode is our final Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode. It's final one. I can't it's believe the it's final countdown. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
I, I got real close up on the mic for that one. I'm sorry. Uh, if that was too I, love, I love it. But no, I'm, I'm really excited for, for next, for next week's episode. Um, I wonder if we'll like, if, if it doesn't turn out to be Sharon, Sharon Carter, I wonder if we will get a power broker reveal. I think they'd have to either reveal who it is or like, uh, I don't know. Cause it's like, I th- it can't be a new actor. I don't think it could be a new actor. Cause this is like, I'm the power broker. Oh, you the person we've never seen before like i feel that would be weird unless it's a very big name actor unless it's someone that's why i i I don't know if we're we're like gonna get the power broker if it isn't sharon carter and stuff um i think like we might get more of this series uh based on like they're setting up like the madam hydra character and stuff now uh so possibly more or we we could see more of us agent in future movies yeah, like no. a Thunderbolts or like just another movie. Like Yeah, yeah. What gets me is they haven't announced a season two, which is yeah. none, of, none of the Marvel shows have been announced with a season two. But like you could do a season two where it's just like where it's Captain America and Bucky or it's Cap- instead of Captain America, instead of Falcon and Bucky, it's Captain America and Bucky. Like you change mm-hmm. the title, but it's, it's very clearly a sequel series. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a big reveal or else it'll be like the sequel series will be Captain America Truth and it's like the Isaiah Bradley story but we get a series of it. Yeah. I don't um, know. I think they'll do something like that. It's it's a tough one. Or like, I don't know, maybe they have to wait a while before, you know, like saying like, oh, we have season two greenlit kind of thing, get yeah. the reception. See, they've, so. they've got like so many more series. Like we got Loki, Marvel What If, and maybe Miss Marvel if they have it done already by the yeah. end of the year. We, we know we have the, the first. We don't know if we have that third one. We might have the third one by the end of the year. Yeah, so yeah. Like, and they also have She-Hulk and then like they have a bunch of other ones like series planned. So it's like there'll be like five more Marvel shows before we'd even get a chance to get a season two to this, which is weird. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they have a secret one planned. They haven't mentioned it to anyone yet. I, I'd be up for that. I love. Maybe. I wouldn't be against that. Like, I don't. It's the same with like the Mandalorian. I know season three is coming at the end of this year, but like, I don't know if we'll get a season four or anything like that because they're going to be banging out like five more Disney Star Wars shows after that, like Boba Fett and Ahsoka and all those. They'll be all like, yeah. I think it'd be a long time after season three before we get another Mandalorian series. I I don't know. Same with Bucky and Falcon. Um, so as usual, we've gone through our who we think the power broker is going to be. I'm calling it. <laughs> everyone, ladies and gentlemen, pick up the phone because I'm calling it right now that it's going to be Sharon Carter. I'm, my money is on Sharon Carter, and I'm hoping um, next hoping next week's episode is going to like. I'm hoping next week's episode is going to be like the mind blowing episode. I think like big, big we, I need to. Oh God, who who haven't we said? Like, ha- have I made the joke that Moon Knight is the power broker? I think I have. It's one of, um, his, power, it's one of his alternate personalities. It's one of his. It could be actually, but I'm, genuinely, I genuinely. Say, um, just one last thing before we go. Any predictions for the finale? Any like out there predictions or anything like that? Uh, in terms of out there predictions, uh, Doctor Doom is the power broker. Um, oh, I thought we were gonna get a Latveria reference when they went to Sokovia. Actually, I was so yeah. surprised. They're like, oh, all, um, most of Sokovia was taken up by like different like countries. Like they claimed the land. I was like, what if Sokovia was like taken up by Latveria and Doom took it? Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, but um, I I don't know. Uh, I think, I think um, the final one of the final reveals of next week's episode is we're going to see Steve Rogers again. I think. Okay. 
I thought we were going to get him in this episode. I think we're going to get old man Captain America. I, see, I don't know. Is, is Steve Rogers alive? Because they keep saying Steve's gone. And I'm like, but no, I, he's still. I don't think he's dead, though. I think yeah. I think we would have seen his funeral if he was dead. They would have made a point to go to his grave or, like, go to his funeral or whatever. I don't yeah, think Yeah, yeah. I think he um, might, maybe he went back to his reality. Maybe he's from an all because he, he's from a different timeline. So maybe yeah. he's gone back to his timeline or maybe he's on the moon. Like they joked about in the first episode, like maybe he's up <laughs> doing like sword stuff with Nick Fury, from, like, which would lead into secret ro- wars and far from home and all that. But like, I think next episode, he's going to appear to give some advice or he'll be there at the very, very end of the episode. Like, so you finally became Captain America, huh? Told you. And then it like yeah. cuts and you see it's old man Steve Rogers. I, I don't know. I, I think I, I think that's gonna be our reveal next week. I'm hoping next week, because these two episodes, like this one and the last one, I don't want to say they've been action like because there's been some fighting, but like they haven't had the massive action set pieces that the other episodes had. You know, like the first yeah. episodes really like blew us away with the action. Yeah. I'm hoping they're saving know. the budget for like one last massive action sequence for the finale. Oh yeah, the so flag smashers raid the council thing. Bucky goes in there. Maybe his new Wakandan suit is like supercharged, so he can actually fly like a really long distance with these wings and stuff. Um, he gets there in no time. Uh, Bucky, but Bucky is there because Bucky is there. Um, <laughs> Him and old Asian man are on a date. <laughs> Funny old Asian man. They're getting so, yeah, ice cream come... or whatever. He's telling them about his dead son, and then he fa- sees fa- the explosions. <laughs> Yeah, Falcon comes in and he's, he's new Captain America and he's trying to alleviate the situation and then fucking US agent shows up and just makes things significantly worse. No, I think he comes in and he actually may, might do a good job. Um, no, Carly blows up the building and then like all of them have to fight it out with their new superpowers as the skyscrapers coming down around them. Ah, oh, sick. And then Sam's like, I can save you, Carly. Come with it's me. Just, it's just like it's just that movie with the rug uh, skyscraper. You gotta get to the top to rescue the people. And he's like, Carly, come with me. I can save you. Like, I'm bloody. I'm not coming with you. I got my morals and I'm a legs. Misha, I'm not coming with you. And then like she dies under some rubble or whatever. And like she's supposed to be British, but that sounded weirdly weirdly Australian to me. <laughs> Very British. I'm a flag smasher. Oh, we got, we got, we got morals. We got freckles. Mama Medusa, whatever her name was, she took care of me. I'll make a big. And now I'm going to tell you with it. I'll, I'll stop my beautiful impression. You actually thought the actress was here in the room with you. I get it. I get it. It's been a long episode. On that note, everyone. It's been a long episode. I've been Jack. And I've been Rhiannon. Thank you for coming and listening to another episode of Should Have Gone for the Head. Make sure you share it with your friends, your families, your lovers, your dogs, with everyone. If they don't like Marvel, lie about it. Just tell them it's a great time. Tell them your favorite is going to be on Hell, tell them it's a different podcast and just send them a link to this one. Thank you for listening as always. Rhiannon, thank you for coming on. No problem. You, Happy to be here. Subscribe to the podcast or follow some tasty memes or get updates on the episode is there a certain social media they should go to oh yeah you should follow us at, at uh on on instagram which is uh just gone for the head with an underscore between the spaces there um if you want to find us individually uh, uh you can find me at just like at rianne and conic again underscore space and jack at jack long Ill- illustrations yeah so. or just hiding in the bushes outside of your house 
You know that noise? That creepy sound you thought was the wind? That was me the whole time. Jack. <laughs> Always me. Or else it's Evan to check your hair. Either one. That's if you signed up for the subscription. So anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. It's been a weird and great episode. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And don't forget, I'm always listening. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. Um,